flying through the danger zone, man. Welcome back to Todd and Jay Live from the Basement. New year, new equipment, maybe a new format or adjusting our format a little bit. Might run a little long today. Why is that, Todd? We've got an interesting topic today. Something that requires a little bit of extra time, I believe. Oh, definitely. We're definitely going to get some messages and call-ins on this. Soundtracks. Movie soundtracks. So, of course, Kenny Loggins, Top Gun. Top Gun, man. That's a great soundtrack. Kenny Loggins is huge for soundtracks, man. Top Gun, Footloose. What was that... uh, that arm wrestling movie that Stallone was in. <laughs> he did that he did over, the, yeah. over the top. <laughs> over the top, yep. He was, that was Kenny Loggins. And I didn't even realize that. Winnie the Pooh, Pooh Corner. Really? That's Kenny Loggins, man. That's yeah. bizarre. He's just, it's, he's I wouldn't the put Winnie, Winnie the Pooh together with Kenny Loggins. He's the soundtrack man. Well, it's very quintessential 80s, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're remaking, top, or they're making a sequel to Top Gun now. Really? Yeah. With I didn't know this. Val Kilmer, Tom Cruise. Does that mean Kenny Loggins is coming back? You have to revisit that that score and oh yeah, the score and the soundtrack. Um, the one track on there, uh, it's just the instrumental guitar solo. Right. That's actually Steve Stevens playing that. that yeah. Yeah. That's Steve Stevens, who is Billy Idol's guitar player. If you uh, if you ever watch Top Gun, even if you watch it now, it's great, right? It's, it's, oh yeah. It's it's a horrible movie. It really is not a good movie, really, and it's great. But you can't help but watch it. You have to watch it's it. It's incredible, it. man. It's it's eighties. It's eighties all the way. Everything yes. about it. Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, man. Val Kilmer's great. Yeah, almost like him better than Tom Cruise in that movie. Ice Man. Yeah. yeah. There's so many iconic lines from that movie too. Yes. yes. Uh, fly, tower fly by like yeah. negative Ghost Rider. The pattern <laughs> is full. And there's so many great lines. I feel the need, the need for speed. <laughs> oh, that volleyball scene. Oh, yeah. They put that one in there just for the <laughs> for the folks who like them fellas all oiled up like that. What uh, What else rings? Well, you know, what makes you, what do you remember from that soundtrack? Well, like I said, the, the Steve Stevens song, which is phenomenal. But um, Take My Breath Away by yeah. Berlin. That song, I don't know if it ever made it to number one, but what a great song, man. It definitely reminds me of some dances. Yes. I think that movie came out when I was in junior high or something like that. I think, without without looking, I think it's 1986, so I was in sixth grade. Really? Yeah. So that would put me Maybe 87? I would have been... I don't think I was driving yet because we went... My dad and I went and saw that movie. I don't think I was driving yet, so I would have been 14, 15, maybe. Did you see it 15? in an indoor theater or at a drive-through or drive-in? <laughs> indoor theater. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen a few drive-in movies, you know, with my parents, and you. Oh yeah. You put the speaker box onto your, onto your window. But I, think I can't it, remember the last thing I saw with them. I think I saw E.T. at the drive-in. Really? Yes. There used to be a drive-in here in Monroe, Deniston Theater, and I think we went and saw E.T. there. I'm not going to lie. When I saw E.T., it kind of scared me. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, that that uh, that uh love scene from Top Gun. I was going to say, yeah. I was, you know, I was a young kid, and it was a PG-13 movie, and I think that 
it was well, for a little kid watching that. It was a little risque when she's licking him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and it's I'm all in the theater with my dad. And I'm like, oh my god, this is weird. It's all silhouetted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you see their saliva dripping. Like what? I don't know. But how that's I'm a supposed great to song. Feel about it? Yeah, a great song. Oh yeah. We did some show prep for this, and you're like, Top Gun. I'm like, all right, it's just Kenny Loggins. And I looked through the soundtrack. I forgot all the songs that were oh, on yeah. there. Lover Boy yes. is on there. Otis Redding is yep. on there. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Actually, I think that came before this song. In yeah. the way, right? Weren't they s- sitting and yep. having dinner and talking about his dad or something? And yep. So it's a pretty... It's a great soundtrack, man. People don't realize that because they go, oh, Kenny Loggins. Danger Zone. Yeah, Top Gun. That's it. Oh, man, there's some great tunes on that. Is the uh, Loverboy song, is that the song they're playing? Is that the volleyball scene? I'd have it's, to hear it. I haven't heard it in a long time, but I would know if as soon as I heard it. Um, God, playing with the boys. No, that's Kenny Loggins, too. That's Kenny Loggins as well. That, isn't that the volleyball? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm fixated on that volleyball scene. I know. What? <laughs> what? Last week it was all about bare naked ladies, and now, now you're thinking about 
I don't remember any any of the dog fights yeah. in there. Just. You know, the movie was about jet flying, right? The Navy. I don't know. There were some hunky guys in there. That's all I remember. This is not a movie about volleyball, folks. That's, was there another scene? Let's let's hear it. Let me fade into it. Yeah, that wasn't it's, the volleyball. What was this? This is Kenny Loggins still. Oh yeah, this is the volleyball playing with the boys, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should fade back out before I start getting hot and bothered. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Body's working overtime. <laughs> Well, yeah, with all that hot, sweaty volleyball action going on, it would be working overtime. Well, that dude that played um, Val Kilmer's other guy in the jet, I don't know his name. Rick Rosevich. That dude was ripped, man. He was huge. Don't I get props for knowing the actor's yes, name? Yes, bravo. Bravo, <laughs> sir. Because I remember he was on Val e- Kilmer ER and that other guy. <laughs> Val Kilmer and the other guy. That's who I... How I know him. <laughs> no, this is why I remember that, because he was on ER, and so was Anthony Edwards, Goose. Yeah, true story, man. So that's why, for some reason, that sticks in my brain like that. Anthony Edwards, Goose. He's, yeah. been, a, he's been a pilot, and he's been a doctor. That guy's incredible. Um, what? Oh, Revenge of the Nerds. Yep. He was a geek. He was, was he Lewis, or was, was that the other one? Oh, yeah, boy. I that's seen that in a long time, either. That might have been the first movie where I actually saw a naked woman, a, ba- a, bare, a bare naked lady. <laughs> a bare naked lady. Who doesn't like bare naked ladies? I remember watching it on cable at a friend's house. The first one I ever saw, naked boobs in a movie, Stripes. <laughs> I have seen that, but it was years years after. And I saw it at, so a, it was probably a, I saw it at a buddy's house as well. <laughs> uh, do we want to play anything else from Top Gun? Do we want to keep talking about Kenny Loggins? Nah, I'm good with Top Gun, man. That's cool. So his other big soundtrack, of course. Everybody knows. Is Footloose. Footloose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, which they remade a few years ago. I never saw the remake. I refuse. Um, I know, though, that Blake Shelton did the... He did the remake of the song. Which was pretty good. Yeah. When we saw him in concert, he played... I mean, the crowd goes crazy for it. Yep. Oh, I can't tell you the last time I saw the movie... John Lithgow was the pastor. I remember that. Yes. Oh. Can you think of one song we should play from Footloose? Come on, baby. Hit me, that, <laughs> hit me with that title track, man.
into it but let's hear it for the boy denise williams i gotta, I gotta denise williams little, right yeah i should get props for knowing that i know it was nice <laughs> we're gonna annoy some of our listeners and talk over it but again looking at the soundtrack is incredible oh, yes. there's so many good things on here and the love song mike reno from lover boy oh, yeah. almost and, paradise yeah yeah and uh and Ann wilson from yeah. heart what a great song man This is when he's teaching him how to dance. <laughs> he's teaching that other dude how to dance who can't dance. Even the dialogue in this movie is so... It's hokey. At one point, <laughs> Kevin Bacon just goes, Jump back! <laughs> what does that even mean? How can you not like the soundtrack? This is incredible. We might need to dig into the the remake of it and just see what the soundtrack looks like. If we have to, I don't know if they redid a bunch of these songs other than Footloose. The only one I've ever heard of is Footloose by Blake Shelton. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, what else is on here? Dancing in the Sheets. Yep. Um, I think there's... I, I, there may be a Sammy Hagar song on there, too, isn't there? Uh, well, let's fade it out. I'm looking here. Quiet Riot's on there. Uh, Foreigner, Waiting for a Girl Like You. Oh, that's a great song. I don't know. I don't see any Sammy Hagar. No Sammy Hagar? Unless it was like on the score, not the soundtrack. Yeah, so that's... 
again, I keep on, you know, you mentioned these these albums. I'm like, well, there's not a ton of songs on them. And then I look, I'm like, I forgot about this song. Oh, I forgot yeah. about this song. Gosh. It's a, yeah. Again, just like Top Gun, though, it's so, so 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I I would think, you, you tell me what you think, but I think um, Footloose stands up better than Top Gun in terms of the overall content and everything that's on the soundtrack. You think so? Yeah, I think it's a little more uh, diverse. To me, they're kind of comparable. They've both got their rocking song. They've both got their love song. They've got their corny song. They, they, uh, to me, they're kind of comparable. They're about the same level for me. But Top Gun doesn't have John Cougar Mellencamp. I love me some John Mellencamp. Dude. We're back on the Canadians, right? Isn't he, he's Canadian, right? Am I, am I wrong? I don't think so. Oh, I'm thinking Brian Adams. Yeah, Brian Adams is good. We can edit that out, right? <laughs> it's a great song, too.
I love it. It's really hard to be sitting in front of a microphone and not start singing out loud. If you guys, if you guys could see us sitting here in the studio, we're like dancing and singing. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> we're like teenagers. <laughs> Maybe it's time for Facebook Live, although we'd be booted off pretty quickly yeah. for the copyrighted material. Yeah, they'd kill it. <clears throat> John Cougar Mellencamp, or was that John Mellencamp? That was still Cougar, and I'm pretty sure he's not Canadian. No, I don't think so. We've talked about so many people who are Canadian, though. I'm just, I'm starting to assume that every... Shout out to Corey. I'm starting to assume that every good musician and Nickelback are Canadian. <laughs> hey, don't be messing with my Nickelback, man. Come on. Oh, a lot of people have given me crap about giving you crap about I Nickelback. There's I couldn't a, believe it. There's like a lot of closet Nickelback fans, man. I thought, I thought everyone was going to be on my side. No. Like, yeah, Jason, get them out. And like, no. <laughs> We're going to rock out to that. Oh, yes, okay. they love Nickelback, man. Wow. That was a good call. Okay. What do, you, what do you got? Give me a soundtrack, man. Have you ever seen the John uh, Cusack movie High Fidelity? A long time ago. It's, um, I th- it's exactly what we do. It's guys who sit around and just categorize stuff and talk about stuff. Definitely music, but they talk about um, everything. Movies, anything they can think of. And they just, you know, kind of tend to be a little geekier because of it, but they think that they're the coolest. So you put mics in front of them. Kind of like us. And they're us. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack, though, is I think it's incredible. It's And it's not just stuff that you, um, like, really might not, you might not know a ton of it. Like, you might not know bands like the, like the beta band. In right. fact... There's a scene where they completely just clown this guy for coming in and wanting to buy Stevie Wonder's I Just Called to Say I Love You for his daughter. And they just, Jack Black just rips the guy apart for it, just harshly. But it's got a killer soundtrack.
You know who that is? I don't. It's the thirteenth floor elevators. Never heard of a man. <laughs> Neither had I before that movie. Um, I think on the Foo Fighters HBO documentary they talk about them. I think when they're talking about Austin, Texas. Really? Yeah. I'm not as familiar with this soundtrack. Yeah, and like it's, I said it's been a long time since I saw this movie too. It's a lot of stuff that'd be considered like deeper cuts. Or some kind of like more indie stuff. There's one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie is is uh there it's towards the beginning there what's well, John Cusack and the other guy working at the record store, they're just kind of stalking and doing their thing and they're listening to I think it's Bell and Sebastian. And as they ca- as someone categorizes it, um sad bastard music. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Jack Black comes in to work his shift. And he's late, of course. And he takes whatever they're listening to, and he just he throws it off. He like whips out the CD, <laughs> whips it over shoulder, nice, and then just puts this in and starts rocking out to this. Nice. Katrina and the Waves. Yeah, bravo. It's a and, great song too. I and love he's this dancing song. all over the square. <laughs> time like fading these songs out because we're just jamming here man i love every one of these songs uh yeah <laughs> if uh, that song doesn't get you going i don't i know you're dead you're dead <laughs> i made a a playlist for a for a trip we were taking and i put that on there because you're just driving along to i don't care like <laughs> three in the morning and you're tired you will be moving and dancing yes, that's a, i love that seat. song man it's a great song katrina and the waves 
I think that was their only hit, wasn't it? That's a one-hit wonder all the way back to episode one. Yeah, that would have been a perfect one for that episode. There's a great scene, and I want to try something that we haven't done. I want to play something from YouTube. I don't know how well this is going to work. But there's a great scene where John Cusack, and it's not in the movie. It's cut from the movie, where uh, someone uh, makes him an offer to come and buy an entire record collection. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, we're going to see how this works, so bear with us here. And we're going to hope we don't pop a commercial into it. I hate commercials. Let's see. Nice. He's walking up to a mansion, ringing the doorbell. You call about the records? There may be language in this warning. Ear Muffet. So he's looking at an entire wall filled with vinyl. Those. Right. And, it, and it's Beverly D'Angelo, too. Oh. I love Beverly D'Angelo. This look of astonishment on his face as he fingers through the singles. (laughs) It's the best collection I've ever seen. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, I can only afford to buy just a few of these. Give me 50 bucks and they're all yours. Yeah, right. These are worth at least I, I don't know, know what 15, they're worth. 20. Give me 50 and get them out of here. But you must have. I must have nothing. They're my husband's. You're not getting along with him too well at the moment, huh? <laughs> my husband is in Jamaica with a 19-year-old, a friend of my daughter's, and he had the fucking nerve to call me and ask me to sell his singles collection and send him a check for whatever I got, minus a 10% commission. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, would you be sure to give me a five because mm-hmm. I want to frame it? Put on the wall. Can I pay you for those properly? I mean, you don't even have to tell him how much you got. Send him 45 bucks and blow the rest. Give it to charity or something. That's not part of the deal. I want to be poisonous, but fair. I couldn't do that to another collector. Suit yourself. There are plenty of others who will. Look, let's compromise. What about 1500 They're worth at least 10 times that. 60 bucks. Thirteen hundred. Seventy-five. Eleven hundred. That's my lowest offer. And I won't take a penny over ninety. 
more than that and he could afford to come back and that's the last thing I want. That is just the most bizarre negotiating. Incredible. <laughs> it's such a great scene. <laughs> I, I'm surprised that they cut that from the movie. That's a, Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if they just, if it was a timing thing, like, because it really has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Right. But I yeah, think that's it's, awesome. it's hysterical. I don't know why that would be cut. That's awesome. And to cut Beverly D'Angelo out of it. I love her. Yeah, she still looks and all the she did all they... the vacation movies. Yeah. Yes. So, what else is on your mind? I don't know, man. What do you got? Um, we got people texting in. I know. We got to figure is, out. Which is awesome. I wish we could get them on the air. We're, we're going to figure that out soon, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> How to get you guys on the air, and then you can give us calls in and live. Well, you want to do a more recent soundtrack? Yeah. Hit me up. Uh, this is a more recent soundtrack that is a lot of 70s and 80s music, so it's not going to sound like a more re- more recent soundtrack, but Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you seen it? I haven't seen this movie. You'll you'll be in love with it. It's a funny movie to begin with, but the soundtrack alone, I mean, it sucks you in from the beginning. Um, the, whole, the whole gist of it is um, the main character, Peter Quill, he's abducted in the 70s right and he he's pulled up into space with his walkman and like (laughs) the mixtape that his mom made for him so that's all the music he knows is just this one mixtape of 70s and flash forward to like the 2010s and he's still rocking out to it this is what the movie opened with hold that hold that thought sorry we're doing things a little differently today so bear with me all right
sitting here looking over the soundtrack and I'm looking at the first and the second movie and then the one song they used in Avengers Infinity War and it's it's fantastic. I don't know. I'm having a hard time deciding what we should listen to next. I like the Avengers Infinity War, but I've never seen the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, again, you'll love I'm it just, have to watch just for them. the soundtrack, yeah. but again, they're really clever, they're really witty. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to watch those. No one thought that they were going to take these superheroes, quote unquote, that no one had ever heard of unless you're like a diehard comics kind of guy. Right. Um, and make a successful movie out of it. Like a talking tree, right? A talking raccoon, right? And they made two. They made two, and they put them into Infinity Wars. Right. And they'll probably be in the next one. Uh, (laughs) No spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hopefully. (laughs) The sequel had uh, Kurt Russell in it. Who is, I mean, I think that automatically ups your cool quotient when you put Kurt Russell into anything. Awesome. Tombstone, man. Playing White Earp. This wasn't the first song that they played in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but um, it it plays a lot into the story of it. And this song just, this will totally bring back, should bring back some memories for you. You know what it is? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know this song. Western Bay, and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. You're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea Brandy wears a braided chain Made of finest silver from the north of Spain A locket that bears the name of a man On a summer's day Bringing gifts From far away But it made it clear They couldn't stay No horror was his home The sailor said Brainly You're a fine girl You got me, man. I'm going to have to watch these movies now. I know. Just the soundtrack's got me already. I'm going to have to watch them. It's amazing what a difference curating and putting like the perfect soundtrack to a movie does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we'll have time for it, but Scorsese does it so incredibly. And I wonder if that's where like Tarantino gets some of his cues from. Because the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, the Reservoir Dogs right. soundtrack, even stuff like Kill Bill... Some of the things he slips oh, in there. Dude, I love the Kill Bill movies. And again, it's not stuff you might not necessarily you might not right. necessarily know the song, right? But it fits in there but so they perfectly. They make the movie. They make the movie with those songs, man. I got one. What you got? I'm gonna throw you back to the '80s again, 
because I grew up in the 80s and I love the 80s. Mm -hmm. This one is a soundtrack, but it's actually an album. All right. My fingers are ready to start looking. Purple Rain by Prince. No, not ringing a bell. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Prince? Prince? Who's that guy? I th Which is cool. They They made... I don't know if the album came before the movie or the movie came before the album, but the album goes along with the whole movie. Every right. song on the album is in the movie, and right. that's the soundtrack for the movie Purple Rain. Uh, that was another one, like we're talking about like Revenge of the Nerds. It's another one I think I was at the age where I watched it and I wasn't supposed to. And I was kind of scared to watch Purple Rain because I thought it was going to be like a little violent, you know, I think it's because the video for uh, When Doves Cry yeah. always played on MTV. And, like, there's, like, fighting with his parents. And right. It Which was, was in the movie. Right. Yeah, because they had clips. His dad and, yeah. Yeah. So And actually, two incredible bands in that movie. Prince and the Revolution. And, and Morris, Morris Day in the, the Time. time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they make the movie for me too. Oh, I love Morris Day in the Time, man. Jerome, yes. <laughs> Did he carry like the the full size mirror? He brought it Morris up on Day stage. Yes. Right. Oh, yes. Is it a good movie? Yes, I think it's. You think incredible. it's a good movie? It's a, it's your typical eighties movie. There's, oh, darling Nikki plays into it somehow, right? Like, yes, it's in that. movie. Does he get kicked out for playing it, or he like everybody that's in the club that night when he plays it is like jaw on the ground because he's it's, it's like a raunchy whole, song yes and he he kind of acts it out on stage and everybody's like what the well this will get back to our conversation too when we talk about some of the best guitarists best musicians to ever live and you look at these lists and a lot of times you don't see prince that high up there he's way down on the list yeah which is mind-blowing yeah, to me just, just boggling. because he's so phenomenal as a guitarist he's incredible but I think he, he could professionally play like something like 38 different instruments. Oh, yeah. It and doesn't surprise so me. so funky, man. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Anything you want to hear from it? Um, dude, let's go crazy. Give me some Purple Rain, man. That's just the quintessential 80s song. Rock and Yeah. Just hear that opening chord and you're done. Yeah, that's it. You're stuck for the next five minutes on this song. That's it. Eight minutes and 45 yeah. seconds. Well, on the radio, you got five minutes. I never meant to call you when you're I never meant to call you when you're Purple 
listen to that song a hundred times a day quick interlude here oh man here we go <laughs> in the basement there's a bathroom down here and todd always has a radio playing and it's a magical radio because when we recorded the christmas album i go in there and the songs we're just talking about were playing yes so i just went in there real quick right now and guess what was playing it totally fits with today what St. Elmo's Fire. Oh my gosh. How perfect is that? That's it's a, a great ma- soundtrack too. I know, it's a magical yes. radio. See what it does? It is a magical radio. True story. Oh my gosh, that was fun. Who is the girl in the Purple Rain movie? Apollonia? Apollonia what? Is it? Apollonia Cotero. Did you know that or did you look it up? I knew Apollonia. Okay. But Apollonia Cotero. Yep. I, I would never have gotten the last name. I'm yeah. kind of happy with myself that I got her yeah, first name. Bravo. I think you saw her boobs in that movie, too, actually. This explains so much about my childhood. (laughs) 15-year-old boys trying to see boobs. All right, what else is on there? God, everything, man. Let's go crazy. That was a huge hit. Yeah, I think darn near everything from that album was a huge hit. That's funny, I'm glancing through here now, and I'm not seeing the, uh, looking at the expanded edition, and I'm not seeing the more stay stuff. So was that? Did that not make it to the soundtrack? I think the soundtrack is actually just the Purple Rain album. Right. Oh, but so the Morris Day stuff was just Morris on Morris Day's Day album. Us. Morris Day in the Time. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you can pull up some Morris Day in the Time if you want. Well, <laughs> now I have to hunt. I'm more than happy to look for and listen to some Morris Day in the Time. This is not <laughs> where show usually goes. He's, no, is he still this alive? is kind of how our show usually goes. <laughs> we kind of just kind of go off. 
All but right. the technical difficulty is not. Did they? They did um, Jungle Love in it, right? Yes. And they did the bird. Right? Yes. Weren't those the big? Those are the two big Morris Day tunes. Oh. He had style, man. You got to admit. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Funky band. All right, so I got ten seconds to get up off the orbit. You're not going to believe who's at the Motor City Soundboard on February 24th, 2019. Morris Day of the time, man. Oh, I knew that. I've already looked it up. Oh, did you know? Yeah, I knew they were coming. (laughs) That was that look on my face. I'm like, dude. I think they come there like once or twice a year. Oh, come on. We got to look at going. Oh, I would love to. That would be so much fun. I only know two of their songs. (laughs) Yeah, but it's all funky. (laughs) Yeah, that was, I think... So I still remember like talking about Purple Rain, the movie, and just be- mostly because of the Windows Cry video. It's very dark. The movie's very dark to yeah. me. And am I remembering it right? It's a pretty dark movie. It is. It's, it, it talks, a lot of it's about his abusive home life. Right. And that's why he gets lost in music and takes up the whole music thing is because of his abusive home life, his abusive father. That's why that... um those scenes with Morris Day and them performing, like you need those really to just yeah. kind of relax, lighten it up a bit. Right. Are we going to do anything else from Purple? I mean, we could do, oh, we, we could, could sit here and play the whole album. I say we could play the whole album and 
do a whole show on that, but what else you got for me for a soundtrack, man? Oh, so many to choose from. I know. And I pulled a bunch of them, too. And I, it's so hard to decide which way you want to go. Um, actually, here, I know what we're going to talk about. Because this was my mom's favorite music. So when this came out, um, this played, this record played in our house all the time. Sweet. It's the soundtrack to The Big Chill. It's all Motown music. And nice. man, I knew the words to every song, nice. every one of these, because just because of this record. So um, here, we'll start off with a little Smokey Robinson. I don't know if it's just because I get it from my folks, you know, or it's just it's sound in general. Right. It's local too. I mean, it's everything about it, man. I just I love Motown music. Did you ever see The Big Chill? I don't think I ever saw that movie. 
It's uh, centers around a, a funeral, and that's why they all come together. I hope I'm remembering this right. And the person for whom they were coming for the funeral mm-hmm. was played by Kevin Costner, who never wound up in the movie. Really? He, yeah, he wound up on the cutting room floor. Wow. <laughs> he was killed from the movie. That's appropriate. Nice. But yeah, just and this soundtrack sold like it was phenomenally. It's just all Motown. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's got Aretha, it's got The Temptations, Smokey Robinson, obviously Marvin Gaye, uh, Procol Harum, Whiter Shade of Pale. Nice. It's a wonderful soundtrack. Sounds like it, man. It sounds incredible. So I'm gonna do. Oh, let's see. One more from it. associate that with Motown but I love that song no I'm just pulling it from the soundtrack that's a great song can you think of another soundtrack that kind of goes hand in hand with this just a lot of this older there's some Motown on it too and I think you and I are on the the same wavelength there I think we are man what are you thinking I'm thinking some Forrest Gump one of my all-time favorite movies yeah have you watched it? Rewatched it recently? Yeah, like Still within great. the last couple of months. Still great. It's one of those movies that, if I'm flipping the channels and it's on, there's the next couple hours of my day. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Forrest Gump. 
<laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Right. Breakfast Club. Top Gun, apparently. Top Gun. <laughs> I'm there. That's it. Any songs you remember that really stand out? There's a few that just really stand out to me from Forrest Gump. Hit me one, man. Uh, well, of course, Forrest winds up being like a tremendous college athlete, and then for some reason... A war hero. He, he winds up joining the the army and going to going to Vietnam, meeting Lieutenant Dan, meeting Bubba, right? Right. Um, but I th- think this is played like right kind of at the beginning of when he's just getting to Vietnam or when he's just going off into it, and it fits so perfectly. Yeah, this is a great song, man. song man i'm gonna have to watch that movie again i know i trying to remember if i watched it with my daughter or not it's appropriate it's very appropriate for a 13 year old definitely that's kind of like a skewed history lesson too right one of the songs i really enjoy off of that i i wonder if it's one i have queued up oh man jackson brown oh no that's not empty that's that's one of my favorite songs man when he's when he starts running i was thinking of um I was thinking of something else from that scene, though, too. Um, now i got to see, because it's... Where is it? That scene... All right, the movie can completely do without that scene, right? It's just like... Yeah, the running is, scene. All we're doing is padding the runtime, no pun intended. Right. Um, but again, just because the soundtrack that's playing behind it is is so you know darn good, and it just... Right. It kind of almost makes up for it, except for the fact that that has nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. Right. Well, except for when he 
splashes mud and wipes it with the t-shirt and then that's where the smiley face came from yeah that that's, was that's great or when he taught the guy who made up the phrase that you know stuff happens yeah right right but have you ever read the book winston Grimm's book forrest gump no has the movie is nothing like the book really it just kind of took the character and just it just goes the movie goes off in a different direction wow i mean i th- if I remember, I read the book, and I think he goes up in space, winds up living on an uninhabited island. There's some weird stuff. Oh, my gosh, stuff. dude. Smokes a lot of pot in the in the book. Obviously. Like you, <laughs> but you can't see, like, having watched the movie. Like, you don't see right. Forrest Gump smoking, right. smoking a lot of pot. So there's um, Running on Empty from the running scene. And do you mm-hmm. remember the other big song? I don't. From the running scene? We'll play it after this. We'll right. at least play part of it. I like Jackson. That's a good choice. Yeah. Doesn't get the credit he deserves. Jackson Brown. So the uh, the companion piece I was thinking to is Bob Seger. Do you remember when? I think it's kind of towards the end of that scene. 
and he's got the full long beard, and now he's got the entire entourage running with him, like right before he just right. stops, right? And this is what's playing. Yeah, against the wind. Seems like yesterday, but it was long ago. Seeger. Hard part about doing an episode about soundtracks is you want to play like every song from yes from every soundtrack. And there's so many great soundtracks, man. We we, sh- we should probably think about this will be our first one. I mean, we can always revisit this topic yeah, too. Two. And, and right. yeah, because we could talk. We could make this a, a three-hour oh, episode easily. if we wanted to. Easily, we could just keep going through soundtracks. Because they can make or break a movie. Or sometimes it almost seems like the soundtrack is the reason for the movie. Right. right. Like that movie wouldn't really exist unless it's got the soundtrack behind it to support it. Well, sometimes the movie sucks and the soundtrack is incredible. <laughs> right. and you just got a great soundtrack. Have we talked about any of those? Well, I don't, I don't I've, think so. I've got a good one, actually, for that. I was going to go with something else real quick. Um, but... To that point, something that is very 90s and wanted to capture grunge and it, you know wanted to get that mm-hmm. feel. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? I don't. Singles? I never saw it. It's, I'd have to say it's not good. But <laughs> the soundtrack, though, is, it's all the stuff that, you know, you'd want from, from that era. Nice. It's, you know, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam. It's Chris Cornell doing solo stuff. It's Heart. Uh, calling themselves the Love Mongers and doing uh, Led Zeppelin's Battle of Evermore. Wow. Uh, it's a really good soundtrack. Jimi Hendrix is on there. Oh, it sounds awesome. That's like the Seattle people, man. Right. Nice. They were definitely going for that. But again, they wanted to take that music, right? And they wanted to just make a movie. Right. Right. The, mo- the movie itself is almost a, the backdrop to the music as opposed to the other way around. Great soundtracks, bad movies. Yeah. And this is... Uh, Screaming Trees is on it, Paul Westerberg. This song, I think, is pretty incredible. And actually, since he passed, this is when I think of Chris Cornell, this is like one of the first songs I think of. Like, yeah. this to me is 
is the Chris Cornell song, especially not attached to Soundgarden or Audio Slave, but just right. this song, just right. Chris doing his own thing. There's a song called Seasons. I didn't realize he was a reasonably talented guitar player. Oh, he's a very good acoustic guitar player. Yeah. He actually has a, a an album. It's just him and an acoustic guitar. It's very, oh, I know. Uh, I have yeah. it now. Yeah. This will be a very short rabbit hole. Tremendous loss. I'm gonna fade out a little bit just so we can go. We can talk over it. That was such a loss, man. He's such an incredible rock voice, man. And yeah, one of the I think one of the most unique voices yes. you'll ever hear. Not even. I mean, you can't even really categorize him as grunge. I mean, that's where he came from, but he was just a good rock singer, man. Great tone, soulful. I don't think, though, the people who are putting out all that quote-unquote grunge music want to be categorized as grunge, right? Right, right. And I didn't realize this until I read it. I don't know if we talked about this before or not, but Chester Bennington? Yeah. The day he, he committed suicide on Chris Cornell's what would have been his birthday. Really? I, I, apparently they were really close. And Cornell committed suicide here in Detroit. Yeah, at the MGM Grand. I right. Think. That was a shocker. I know we're starting to run long on time, so let's get to a few more things. Cool. Give me something else. I can tell you one line from the movie, and <laughs> you should be all over it. Oh, man. And I think this... put me on the spot now. Oh, no. But I think this will make a lot of our uh, listeners happy. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh, man. Dirty Dancing. Like the movie? Don't like it? I love it. <laughs> that's that's good. That's a movie guilty pleasure right there. <laughs> I love the movie, man. Yeah, it's cheesy as hell. The soundtrack is great, too. And yeah. Patrick Swayze, and that's a good-looking fella right there. <laughs> yeah, he died way too young, too. Oh, yeah. Pancreatic cancer, yep. I think. Yeah, Sure did. But he was a phenomenal. Oh, man. His, movies, dancer are, his or... movies are great, too. Yeah. Roadhouse is one of my top movies, man. Oh, yeah. I love Roadhouse. With the names Dalton, with that Je- could be a soundtrack too, man. Oh yeah, Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Frank the Cat joined us. Should we go obvious and just play? Hit it. Where's our volume? Oh no. Uh oh. Oh, I didn't realize it faded. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> time of my life. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear, it's a truth, and I owe it 
Guilty pleasure, dirty dancing. And that's supposed to take place in the fifties, sixties. I think the fifties. So a lot of the soundtrack is songs from that era, but the three biggest songs were all recorded for the movie. Were not from that era, right? Right, that and um, Patrick Swayze's "She's Like the Wind." Yep, that was a love song. It's not a good song. <laughs> He's actually not a bad singer. It's a horrible song, but. And um, he was a better actor than he was a singer. That's yeah. for sure. And dancer, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, he was a great dancer, better yeah. actor and dancer than he was a singer. I mean, you can tell that from the Chippendales from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's great, that's man. Such a great. They're both gone now. I know, right? Um, if anybody doesn't know that skit, look it up. <laughs> it's if incredible. You, if Patrick you can Swayze find it. and Chris Farley 
doing Chippendales auditions on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, if you can find it, because so much of that stuff gets pulled right. right off YouTube. So much of the Saturday Night Live stuff. But uh, so she's like the wind, and then Eric Carmen's hungry eyes too. Yes, which he was a guy from the Raspberries. Right. Who were big in the seventies, but he recorded that for the movie. But then there's a lot of classic stuff like um, "Be My Baby." Yeah. Um, what were they dancing? What were they playing when they bring up the watermelons? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't. I'll be honest. I'd have to pull the movie up. Someone will correct us on it or inform us on it. Um, yeah. Which we encourage. Yeah, please. Keep e- us honest. Email us. Text us if you happen to have our numbers. Let us know. I don't want to talk about one more kind of period movie before we roll on out of here. And this movie, I love this movie because it makes me wish I was in high school in the middle of the 70s. Like, everything looked like so much fun, and the biggest worry was whether your football coach was just giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and the soundtrack just really plays into that so well. It's the soundtrack to Dazed and Confused. Oh, nice. Aerosmith. This is what the movie opens with. You see his car driving really slowly. Smoke rolling out. Again, I could play everything from the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Deep Purple's on it. Alice Cooper. That is a rockin' soundtrack. Too. Wars, Why Can't We Be Friends. I love that song. Yes. Frampton's on it. Yeah, I love that soundtrack. And it's a fun movie. Yeah, the movie is great. You know who people forget, a lot of people forget, is in that movie is Ben Affleck. He was pretty young in it. You're right. I forgot he was in it. Yeah. A lot of these people wound up having careers. Yeah, of- like huge careers. Mila Jovovich, that one guy, no, yeah. <laughs> Rory Cochran's in it. Ben Affleck and that other guy. <laughs> okay, Ben Affleck's in it, we know that. 
<laughs> is there anything you want to hear before we get out of here? I don't know, man. Like I said, we could. We're gonna have to revisit this and do yeah. probably a couple more episodes on this. We've already we've already went an hour and a half talking about soundtracks. Yeah, Todd and Jay live from the basement extended edition. Excellent. Yes. All right. I got one to roll out on, man. Great soundtrack. I'll be the judge from the seventies. Saturday Night Fever. Well, what a better way to wrap things up. Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Anything you want to say about this? You want to just if roll you, it? If you can't dance it? to this song, you're dead. <laughs> if you can't do a half-decent John Travolta yes. imitation. Everybody does the John Travolta imitation. The finger in the air. <laughs> I will never forget when they, uh, when they did it in Airplane. Yes. <laughs> when they spoofed it. <laughs> He throws his jacket off and yep. comes flying back and hits him in the face. Yep. Oh, it's excellent. Love that movie. It's time to go. This Let's was a fun out, episode. Man. We got a yeah, I have good. all these all these soundtracks queued up. There's so many more things we could talk about. Or revisit the same ones and dive dive even deeper. Yeah, we're gonna have to definitely do another soundtracks episode, maybe two. And put this playlist on Spotify for sure. Will do. I know people are going to want to hear this stuff, man. I still have to put last I want to hear it too. myself again. I know. Just listening to the songs. So so when you get done listening, let us know what you want to hear the next time we revisit this topic. Yeah, definitely, because we're going back to soundtracks again. So email us, shoot us a text, let us know. Yeah. Let's roll. <laughs>